Welcome to the Mouska Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twists. We're your hosts, Lori. Hi. Jennifer. Hello. And Juliana, that's me. Welcome back to our series where we give you our picks for your ultimate day in the theme parks. You've been gifted the perfect day at Hollywood Studios. How do you spend it? Take a listen for our top tips for the dream day in the park. But first, the Mouska cocktail. Okay, our loyal listeners know that we have some debate over cocktails in the theme park. Well, I am a massive fan of the grapefruit cake martini at the Hollywood Brown Derby. I know that these other two are not a massive fan of that. Um, Jen, you tend to like the grown-up lemonade at Woody's Lunchbox. Um, I know it's too sweet for Juliana. Um, But we are going to actually suggest another drink. Um, So a great day in Hollywood Studio includes some quality time at Galaxy's Edge. And this is where you will find our Mouska cocktail. If you head over to Docking Bay 7, you will find the... The Surly Surlac. Thank you. The Surly Surlac, the Kettle One Botanical Grapefruit and Rose Vodka, Minute Maid Lemonade, Raspberry, and Spicy Mango flavors. I think we had this one. This is delicious. Yeah. yeah. This I is think- so refreshing and it's not super sweet and it is really, really good for breakfast. I, really, <laughs> I think I we had it. Think- I literally think we had it for breakfast and it sucked is. it down in 2.3 seconds because so yummy. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. This is a winner and we haven't spoken about it. So I thought, let's do it today. Good idea. Yeah, no, this one, I've had this one. This one's good. I'm not a huge fan of grapefruit, but it's not overly grapefruity. But you like the grapefruit cake martini. With sugar. Grapefruit needs sugar. (laughs) Sugar. Yeah, this one is yummy. No, it's a good one. I'm I'm surprised we haven't. This one I rank up there like a tipsy dog. Like like, this is a must do for me in Animal Kingdom, actually. Oh my God. (laughs) whatever you know what i meant whatever it's It's a good one it is a good one all right well now that our thirst is properly quenched it's uh time to get down to business and um talk hollywood studios so um our best day at the park is a long day at the park and it has to be because there's just a lot to fit in over here um like with our ultimate park visits at the other parks, we're going to follow a few standard tips that we've been giving you guys um, that are applicable to all four of the Walt Disney World theme parks. So of course, we're going to start our our ultimate day by staying in a deluxe resort that's close to the theme park. This sets you up for success for the rest of your day. So in this case, the theme park is Hollywood Studios. So the resorts that we're going to stay in are going to be on the Skyliner or within walking distance of either those boardwalk area resorts or the Riviera. It just makes starting your day super easy because you're not fighting with crowds and you get there really quickly. You get that perk of having um, being on property and getting into the park early. And then we're just going to imagine that our day to go to Hollywood Studios is one of those days where the deluxe resort 
guests have access to a late park night. So now that we've set you up for the scenario, um, let's talk strategy. So number one, the strategy for the day at this theme park is to hit your rides early in the morning. This is this park is a good combination of rides and shows. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think the best strategy and the strategy that worked for my family when we visited is to really try to maximize the morning and just, just punch out as much as you can. And, and we did exactly this. We stayed at the, at the beach club. We walked in the morning over to Hollywood studios. And before people were even inside, we punched out like Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Slinky Dog and then and then the floodgates opened and people started coming in. But um, and we did this all without Genie Plus, by the way. So yeah. when was it? And this was April. This was over oh, spring break, over over heavy, Easter week. Heavy crowds. So very very telling. It, that's impressive. Okay. Yes. So it's impressive because I do, I struggle with Hollywood studios. I struggle with it a lot. There's um, it's, it's really tough for me to manage the show times and the, you know, the ride wait times and things like that. So that that's, I can't believe that in, in spring break that you were able to knock out all those rides before it opened to everybody else. So in a half an hour, we were able to do, there was literally, so here's what happens at, so let's say the park is opening at eight o'clock in the morning. So at 7.30 when you're allowed in because you're staying on property, here's what happens. Everybody runs to Rise of the Resistance and Slinky Dog. We did not. We we turned right and went mm -hmm. right to Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster and did those without any wait time. Okay. And then walked over to Mickey's and Mickey and Minnie's and had a little bit of a wait time. And then by the time we were done with that and we walked over to Slinky Dog, the crowd of people who went there first was already dying down and they were just letting regular day guests in. So you got Mickey and Minnie's in. So you had a little bit of a wait, but obviously no more than 15 minutes because yeah. you rode it before Literally everyone else got in. into the park. And also, you know, the park opens at 730 for early entry, but isn't Hollywood Studios a lot like um, Magic Kingdom? They let people in onto Hollywood yeah. Boulevard before 730 even. So yeah. people start piling in 7 o'clock, 715. And if you are a... Uh, resort hotel guests, you can find the character or the characters, the cast members with the ropes that say early entry, and they let you pass by scanning your magic band or your park ticket or whatever it is. So, so yeah, that's super As impressive. We do, we do it the opposite just because we have littler. So Logan can't do the Tower of Terror. He can't do Rock and right. Roller Coaster and he can't do that. So we're not going to waste our half an hour on that when we can split up later. So we are the ones that go directly to Slinky Dog and we bang out Slinky Dog. And then from there, go directly to Toy Story because it's right next door. And at that point, then usually it's open. Sometimes we can get to Millennium Falcon too um, and get that one done because we're already back there. But then we tend to leave the other two just because then I take Logan somewhere else. And then, you know, my husband and the other two can go ride the older kid rides right. at that point. Right. But yeah. that's interesting when he gets to that height, I would do it the opposite. 
We just really prefer Galaxy. Oh, sorry. We just really prefer Galaxy's Edge when there's nobody around. So we yeah. always kind of go there straight in the morning and try to avoid because everyone who's there at that moment is in line. <laughs> and so you can just walk around and explore. But it does affect the ride strategy for the rest of the day because then the weights really do get kind of crazy. But these two plans that you guys are talking about, sound effect day here in the Roman house. I'm sorry. Um, um, they assume that you're purchasing an individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance. A hundred percent. Yeah, you have to. You, you have, have to. to. Otherwise, it's not a perfect worth, day. It's worth the money. So whereas I don't, and I think we're all in agreement here, I don't think that it's worth the money to get Disney Genie Plus here at this theme park. I think it's totally worth the money to purchase your, your individual lightning lane for Rise. Absolutely. And then you can even do that um, while you're standing there waiting for your first rides early in the morning there. And then, um, and then I think that's what we did when we went in April is we scheduled it on our walk on the way to Hollywood studios. I pressed the button. I got kind of a later, like early afternoon, um, return time for Which rise. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and then we just, you know, banged out those thrill rides because we are the thrill ride people. And then you have your afternoon. There are a lot of awesome, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but there are a lot of awesome character meet and greets at this park. There are some great shows. And then you can really take your time and be a slave to that kind of schedule in the afternoon and not really worry about it in the morning because you've been able to get on kind of everything you wanted to ride. Yeah, and I think we should explain the reason that we're saying no to Genie Plus is Genie Plus is great. I think it works wonderfully in Magic Kingdom. I think it works fine in Epcot. I, I, I even think it works okay in Animal Kingdom. I just don't, it doesn't work very well in Hollywood Studios. And if you do want to purchase it, which is fine, you just have to go into it knowing that you're probably only going to get two to three rides. Disney's now put in the little small print that when you buy Genie Plus, you're only expected to get two or three rides. It's because of this park. Um, they The ride, there's just, there's less rides. The rides are very popular that are there. And you're really only going to get two, which is fine. We've done it before where we've purchased them. And we did Genie Plus for my husband and the other two older ones. Because that way they were able to use Genie Plus for Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, that those type of rides. And Logan and I were fine without Genie Plus. So it was, you know, you just got to, you know, understand that you really are only going to get two to three rides off that Genie Plus in this park, unfortunately. Um, and I think it, it can't, like you said, like we said, it, it can be done without it. I think, and I think that's a very good point. And definitely if you're, if you're a different kind of traveler and you are not, you're not staying on property, I think it's more important yeah. maybe in that case to get it. Or if you like your sleep and you want to sleep in and you don't want to get there for that, those early, that half hour. Then... No, I cannot abide that. I cannot abide that. <laughs> Do not sleep in. Go back and take a nap at at 11 you don't i in. will say if you do have one lucky soul we sat there one morning my kids were exhausted they couldn't handle they could not handle getting up and i sat there and i made all of our our genie plus selections from bed and then we were getting ready and eating breakfast and i made the next one and i just i booked them for the afternoon and it, it wasn't horrible but i agree on the hollywood studios day uh not the hollywood studios day 
Yeah, it It can be done. It certainly can be done. And especially when you frequent the parks like we do and you don't have the pressure of experiencing everything on a certain timeline. But for your ultimate day in Hollywood Studios, get your hiney out of bed and get there early. I agree. I think for your ultimate, ultimate day at these parks, I think by definition, the ultimate day is... You're seeing the most things, you're experiencing those things, you're eating the most things. <laughs> right, so but you're also not burning yourself out. So like we said, if you're staying at one of these Epcot area or Boardwalk area resorts, go take a break. It's so easy. Yeah, and yeah. even if you want, like, go lie down, because who's going to really do that? Not your children, I promise. It's just such a recharge, like just to just the, anyway. That's a bonus tip. I, I don't think it's yeah, in our ultimate day. Yeah, even if it, the good thing about Hollywood Studios, it's on the Skyliner. So you can go, even if you're not staying on a Skyliner hotel, which you should be, but if you're not, you know, even to go hang out at the Riviera and just reset for an hour or two can really, you know, get everybody's energy back up. And then you can spend the rest of the day and the rest of the night in Hollywood Studios. I also think, hear me out on this argument, I think Uh-oh. that there are enough places in each theme park to go in somewhere and recharge without having to leave the theme park. Certainly. In this situation. I disagree on this part, but yes. I think in this situation, I think going into Ogas for a while. Or a show, Frozen Never After. Or uh, what's that other one we like? Baseline Tap House. Just having a seat, having a snack, having a drink, and sitting for a half hour. It helps you recharge for sure in general. So I think that is plan number two in our ultimate day. I think our ultimate day, we talk a lot about Ronto wraps and how our love of the Ronto wrap in Hollywood studios. And I think that's definitely got to be built into our day. And after running around trying to maximize that half hour before the park opens, we're going to need a little bit of sustenance. So Go into Hollywood uh, to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, grab your Ronto wrap, go over to Oga's, have a seat at the bar, enjoy your crazy, weird drink that makes your lips tingle. <laughs> so, also, Oga's often has walk up availability in the morning yes. because people don't think to go there for breakfast. So, if you want to chill out and get a drink or a juice or whatever and see Oga's, um, if you don't have a reservation, now's the time. You can, Absolutely. while you're waiting in line for your final uh, ride of the, you know, while you're waiting in line for Slinky Dog or whatever you've come back to do after that half hour, Mickey and Minnie's, you can, you can put yourselves on the wait list. I was going to say bonus tip, send your child up to go ask about Ogus. <laughs> we've talked about that. Yeah, Lori's, talked Lori's about kids that. are cute. And they can get in, but yeah, send the kids up, have them ask. Absolutely. And then, and then spend some time. In <laughs> Unless here. you have ugly kids, then don't do it. I'm just kidding. Nice. There it is. Just there, there we go. There it is. There we go. Bring it down the class. One day. There it is. Anywho, um, yeah, Star Wars fans, you're going to want to spend some quality time in Galaxy's Edge for sure. Juliana was saying in the morning is a great time to kind of walk around because people all run to get on those lines. So there's not as much traffic in the streets. I find the same for the evening hours, like after eight o'clock when all the little kids leave. Yeah. And um, I think that's uh, um, something really important to do as well. But um 
on our on our ultimate day when we were there in April, busy time of the year, we did this plan exactly. We got in all these crazy rides. We went over to Star Wars the, to Galaxy's Edge to walk around. We got a snack, and um, we had time even because it was still so early. My kids did Droid Depot and they got to build their droids, which was awesome and a cool little thing to throw in on your ultimate day if you're a Star Wars fan. And then we did that on the earlier side because then they were able to walk around the theme park with their droids and their little backpacks all day. And the droids interact with the characters. We got to see Chewie and Chewie was interacting with the droid. That's Just really cool. Adds another layer to your trip and totally doable with right. this timeline. So the Droid Depot can be booked 60 days in advance, just like other dining and specialty experiences. So what time would you suggest? Like 11? So we did ours actually around 10. And okay. that gave us enough time to do all these rides, get our Ranta wraps, spend some time in Oga's. We literally did this plan. Um, walk around Galaxy's Edge, go build our droids, and then walk around some more with the droids. Um, if you're a huge Star Wars fan and something like Savvy's Workshop, which is the lightsaber building, is really important to you, that can also be booked 60 days in advance, but that's a much more difficult reservation to get. Droid Depot, I had any number of options that were available to me. But a, a little insider tip, um, Savvy's Workshop is really cool because they do it like a show. It's like a lot of drama around this lightsaber building. But if you don't get a reservation, which I did not get a reservation for my kid, I was not able to do that. He was still able to go in and build his lightsaber. There's like a little store and I've got to look up the name of the store, but it's right next to it. And you mm -hmm. can go in and build the same lightsabers that you would have built in Savvy's. So the really good, expensive, like high quality ones. He did it without all the fanfare, but he did it nonetheless, and he was able to have his lightsaber on him all day. <laughs> and uh, we took that lightsaber back at night so he could see it all lit up in Galaxy's Edge. It was pretty cool. Galaxy's Edge is very, very, very cool at night. Um, so I do like the idea of going back with your lightsaber then. It was cool. And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. All right, so you've gotten your Ronto wrap. You've explored Galaxy's Edge. You had a 10 a.m. appointment. So you're done at 11, which is a perfect time to head over to Hollywood Brown Derby because the um, the lounge, right? So you can have a reservation in the restaurant. Don't recommend it. But the lounge outside, I believe, I opens at reservation at 11 and it's first come, first serve. So yes. you show up, put your name on the list or whatever, and then you can have a seat outside. People and watch. they do have they have some of the same items on the lounge menu that you can get inside the restaurant. So for people who, like Lori who do like that restaurant, she can still eat what she wants to eat. The reason I like the lounge better is because the people watching is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's in such a great location. A lot of times you'll even have like Chip and Dale coming out and playing on the lawn right next to you. I, I just think it's a great location. So regardless of how you feel about the food, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
it's a great spot to go. You don't need a reservation. Just go get online at 11 o'clock as a walk-up and wait for a table to become available and go. And they have great cocktails. We went there for cocktails and appetizers. And I thought it was fun. We had a great time. And and I enjoyed the appetizers we got. I don't remember what they were. They weren't anything like super special, but they were tasty. It was good you enough. Know, the, the one thing I do remember, because you didn't want to get it, but you wound up loving it, was the burrata. Yeah. It was I know I don't good. usually like burrata and it was really good. I know it was like basic stuff, but it was well done. But they also have one of my favorite drinks here as well, right? I love this one, the absinthe minded. I think, do they have this at Abracazabar too? Yeah, I think they do. I was going to say, I, I recognize this drink. Yeah, I think they do. I love anything with, with absinthe. So what is it? Gin, Lillet, Grand Marnier, and lemon juice with a swirl of absinthe. Oh gosh, that's good. <laughs> but you need to order an appetizer if you're going to drink this because yeah, right. at 11 o'clock in the morning, something in your, in your belly. Good plan. Good plan. So after you, and that's why this is a good plan too, because then you have room in your belly to have a Ronto wrap and some food at Brown Derby because oh, yeah, that's of, right. We've already had a Ronto wrap and a right? drink at Oga's. This and is a, a fun morning. <laughs> why not? You know. Oh, and don't forget the 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 um what was it? The Mouska cocktail. The yes, and Maybe you it should is. just choose one. <laughs> you know, that's why no. you go with friends because each chooses one, and then you can all taste. See, there you go. There, you, there go. you go. And we're eating too. We're not drinking on an empty stomach. Come on. No, you got to have that Ronto wrap and burrata. Anyway, by this point in time, it is early afternoon and we've pretty much done the rides that we wanted to do in this theme park. And so now we have the rest of the afternoon to kind of take our time to look at that times guide to see what time the shows are, catch the characters. Um, some of the shows that I know I never miss, I love the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. I was so upset because that one was closed for a really long time for COVID. So happy when it reopened. It's still not, at least it wasn't in April. It's not a hundred percent. It's still not pulling audience members in, but honestly, if you didn't know that you really, you really wouldn't know. It's still, it's still a fantastic show. And I think it's one of the shows that truly is like for the entire family. Mm -hmm. Like my dad loved this show when we went with my family and Logan at three years old, loved this show. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's, it's a cool show for, you know, multi-generation families going in that. It's just, it's a good show. It's in the shade, which is always nice. In the shade, they have gigantic fans that are above you that shoot down on you. It's great. They have and you, it's an outdoor theater, so you can bring in food and drinks. So if yes. you decide that you don't want to sit at one of these places and you just want to grab takeout from Woody's lunchbox, you can bring that in there. Yum. It's kind or of a trick, a, but there's a yeah. funnel cake place right next to it too. That's yeah. You can bring anything. In. Yeah. So that one's good. We have character meet and greets. There are some um, great ones here. Yeah. Some of my favorite meet and greets are here. Olaf one is awesome. Um, the Making a Mini Red Carpet Dreams is amazing one. Um, I think that's one of the best ones because you get Mickey and Minnie separately. And that line usually isn't terrible, terrible. Um, we usually go right at lunchtime when everybody's eating lunch. That line mm -hmm. tends to dip down quite a bit. 
And um, Mickey is Sorcerer Mickey, isn't he? Sorcerer Mickey. I love that. And Minnie dressed up in her fancy red carpet attire. I love that. I love yeah. it. It really is some of the best character meet and greets. And then this is the only, I think, right? It's the only theme park you can see Pixar characters. No? Yes. Am I lying? No. Uh, no, that Epcot has joy. Oh, yeah. Pixar. But that's it. But this one has the Toy Story characters, which are incredibly popular. It yeah. has um, uh, Edna Mode, who is my favorite, and the, the other Incredibles. Um, so they do, it's not called a parade. What, what's the word? I'm Cavalcade. Cavalcade, thank you. Which is really cool because they drive along in their cool Hollywood cars. And I love when the Green Army men come by. I love that. Love it. It's so Stop cool it. to see them live. And Sully is usually there with Mike Wazowski. So yeah. it's it's a it is a cool place to meet your most beloved characters. And then like the Fab Five is usually somewhere around during the day in different spots that you can see them and wave and stuff. Um, the other fun thing to do at this theme park is shopping. They have some really cool shops at this park. Again, if you're looking for Pixar or Star Wars merch, this is where you're going to want to get it. Um, great selections, things that you don't aren't always able to find outside of the theme parks. This um, is one of these few parks that has like, it has Marvel shopping. Yes. So Marvel is not in the Walt Disney World parks and they actually have a Marvel shop here. So I know this one, that one's really popular in my household because they know that the Marvel shop is there. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have a teeny, teeny, tiny Marvel section in World of Disney and yeah. Disney Springs. But yeah. They actually have a whole store yeah. for Marvel in um, right on, what is that, Hollywood Boulevard? It's on Hollywood Boulevard, basically at that corner, instead of going to um, where you can take a left to go to Hollywood and Vine. It's right at that corner right there. Yeah. Across from the Starbucks is probably what everyone knows yes. better. So, yeah, it's it's a really, that shop is one of my favorites, um, especially for our crew. And their jewelry Pandora store and the one that's connected to that one, that one has some really cool stuff in it, too. It does. It has, like, the high-end, um, like, the coach ears and yeah. stuff like that. So it's good shopping, even if it's just window shopping. It's good yeah. shopping. And then, of course, we are just dreaming here of our ultimate day, but no ultimate day at Hollywood Studios would be complete without it ending with Fantasmic, which is not back yet. They keep saying it's coming back. They've announced it twice already at both D23s with no date. Um, but my ultimate day at Hollywood Studios includes Fantasmic. So we are including it here. It's absolutely. It's, it's the best movies. show. I think it's coming. I think it's I think coming it's very good. soon. I wow. think it's isn't it back in Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. So it's coming. It's just My hope coming. was there. Well, they did release that they are 100% um, practicing. They're in rehearsals. The cast is there. So my hope is October 1st. I'm, that's, I will take October 15th. I don't care. They did release... Um, a TikTok a couple weeks ago on Disney Parks, their TikTok channel yeah. with some sort of like teaser with a with a cast member seeing rehearsals going on or something. It's definitely in the works coming back. I think 
I think you're right. I think it'll be back in 2022. They said the last they said was fall of 2022. But again, we can't go by seasons with Disney. Yeah. Um, because that could be December 1st. I was gonna say that could be December. What is it, 19th? We're still in fall. So I'm hoping I'm there October, like I'm hoping by the 15th, but my hope was October 1st. But I'm not. I'm not going to Hollywood Studios on my my next trip. I might have to ditch my you friend. Might, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you might be Laura. Love you. <laughs> and now I'm sitting here thinking, like, hmm, maybe I'll have to add a park hopper to my daughter's ticket so we can go see Fantasmic. It's my favorite. It's just my absolute favorite. It makes me very happy. And they're changing it, and I'm curious to see how. Yes. So, we shall see. I will reserve judgment, but yeah. So that's it. So that's our top tips. So that leaves us with the Mouska tip. We already mentioned this a little bit earlier, but we really think that this is going to be a long day. So take a break if you need to, because you want to spend some time in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land at night. They're just a whole different experience at night. Um, at Toy Story Land, they light up the Christmas lights. I mean, they're not Christmas lights, but you know, they're like those big old fashioned bulb outdoor Christmas lights that your parents used to have in multiple colors. Those are all lit up and strung across the walkways. Um, and you just, it, for some reason at night, you feel even smaller in Toy Story Land. Like you feel more like a toy-sized being than, than during the day, I feel. And then at Galaxy's Edge, like you said, you've got your lightsaber that lights up and everything is just a little creepier and quieter because people really don't hang out there at night, it seems, as much. So definitely spend some time in the evenings before Fantasmic to check out those areas in the dark. All right. Well, Mosca friends, there you have it. Tips for your best day at Hollywood Studios. What do you think? What are your best tips for a great day at Hollywood Studios? We want to know. We'd love to hear from you, and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Stay tuned for next week's episodes, where we'll give you all the tips for your best day at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Be sure to follow our show so that you can receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Here I see. you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>